I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to I'm Listening. This is the second Frasier podcast of its kind, not to be confused with Talk Solid and Scrambled Eggs, hosted by Kevin Smith. This one explores themes from the show Frasier. We have a very special guest today. Her name is Mae Wilkerson, and she's got a great podcast called Crazy Semicolon in Bed. Mae, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I do notice I am talking in a weird voice, and I think it's because I. this is where I pretend that I'm Frasier. You're talking in a very Frasier voice. Yeah, I, I'm like really into it, and I've already figured out like who everyone is in this episode, <laughs> which is my producer, John, is Roz. Roz, how are you? Good. Yeah, that's all he's going to say. And then I have a dog here. If you hear a, a, a dog tag, that's, that's Tucker, my roommate's dog. But for today, he's Eddie. May, who are you? Who do you who do you think you are? If you could, if you had to pick a character in Frasier that you relate to most, for sure, Daphne. Really? But I don't know. I feel sort of um, I feel a little self conscious saying that because I think she's so great, and I'm like, what if I'm not great enough to be Daphne? I could see it. I think the both of you have a sort of is this a word whimsicalness? Yeah, weirdos. You talk, yeah. And also, the only the thing I most relate to with Daphne is how she always says something really inappropriate and dark. And because she's, I think it's because she's British, but I I don't know if that's actually a British thing. But it just it's like her thing is that they'll be just having a casual conversation, and she'll just be like, "Back in Eng, like when I was a teenager, we all like my ad- brother lost a toe. Yeah, I remember that? Yeah, yeah, she's always saying something just really inappropriate. And she has a volatile relationship with her mom, uh-huh. which she makes reference to. Um, she yeah. has lots of brothers. Some some of them are drunks. She has a crazy background. She does have a crazy background. Yeah, I would say she's great because she she's really funny and 
same with you, but can get away with saying really dark things just because of this seemingly sunny outlook or voice that yeah, she has. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm glad that you think she can get away with it. <laughs> she can definitely get away with it. Cool. I think you can too. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Frasier and his relationships with women, mm. his romantic relationships. There's so many. There's a lot. Um, I, I think it's important to mention even before Frasier, the spinoff, um, came to exist before that was Cheers, mm. where Frasier existed. Mm-hmm. I believe he's the longest running sitcom character of all time, I think. Wow. Because Frasier was on for 11 years. Frasier was, or Cheers was on for, I don't know, 10, I don't know, 10 years. It was a long time. He's been around for a while. So that's 20 years. Has there ever there been a sitcom that was on? No. I don't think of so. Not. They tried to make Joey. After Friends, I don't know if you ever watched Friends. Uh, of course I watched but Friends. But Joey Tribbiani moved to L.A. They gave him a spinoff. Episodes. Episode. Oh, no, that's a different show. That's starring. a different show. That's not actually him. <laughs> that's well, he, No, he plays Matt LeBlanc. Correct, LeBlanc. he plays himself. <laughs> <laughs> he plays himself. Uh, but, but that it, wouldn't count then as the longest running sitcom character because he's playing the himself as the actor correct okay and if you don't remember joey uh the spinoff it might be i don't know about you did you grow with uh grow up with cable growing up rings a bell uh not no okay i didn't so the only i'm very well versed in like sitcoms that got canceled after one season that were like on nbc cbs and abc so i do that remember that joey was on for one season and his sister on the show was played by drea de mateo oh because you're forced to watch those shows because you, you didn't have cable yeah same. like i watched empty nest wings i just yeah, yeah those were my options that's so funny um i love frazier i i've been, i mean for me i have the connection to it that i grew up watching it so there's something nostalgic about it that I always mm-hmm. love. I also find it to be a very relaxing show to watch before I go to bed because mm-hmm. I've seen every episode. Um, why do you like Frasier? What is your history? What does it mean to you? I mean, everything that you just said. I grew up watching it. My parents love it. Mm-hmm. So I think it definitely reminds me of childhood. It's very nostalgia-inducing. And I also find it very relaxing. And I think it's partially because it's a world that is so different from mine and Frasier's battles are so like not they're they're relatable but they're not relatable and so that's why I find it so relaxing yeah I come back to that a lot especially post-election that the show is so far from reality that it's like going on like a weird vacation it really is because it's partially I mean not, not to get into the whole privilege thing but I, like, I, obviously, I have a lot of privilege as well, but Frasier has the most privilege. <laughs> like, most. nobody has more pri- privilege than, because uh, he's he has notoriety. Not only does he have money and he, you know, uh, and he's like a, a rich white man who is like well-known. So he can have whatever he wants and to watch, to sort of be involved in his world and his Lux, like most lux- luxurious of luxury problems. That it's, apartment. That oh. apartment is perfect. I love it. His apartment's nice, but uh, Niles's apartment. Ah, oh. out of control. Oh my god! It's got mo- there's jokes like you only see I think the front room, but there's jokes throughout the time he lives there that his dad gets like lost in the apartment, yeah. in the study, in the gift wrapping room. Uh, yeah, so they have a lot of money, but I buy it. Unlike Sex in the City, yeah, where I, st- I get stuck on characters, especially if they live in New York, 
where they have a job and I'm like, how do you live there? But I get it. They're no, both she has a column. It's like, she has a column. are you insane? <laughs> she has a weekly column. She has a weekly column. <laughs> and she owns like hundreds of $40,000 pairs of shoes. It's ridiculous. R- ridiculous. But yeah, and Frasier, it's like, of course they have money. It makes perfect sense. I know as, I don't know about you. I mean, another reason I love the show, I, I love therapy. Oh, me too. To therapy for a long time. Oh, me too. And I find it, I find most people, uh, like for me, it's like I kind of lucked out in terms of uh, finding an affordable therapist. Mm-hmm. I think it's seeming a very hard and impossible for a lot of people I know to even find a therapist they can afford. My therapist I can't afford, but I go to her twice a month anyway. It's like my biggest luxury. I mean, we're talking like, you know, $150 mm-hmm. an hour perhaps. Yeah. But with mine, I don't know if she's listening to this. I don't know. Sometimes I do wonder if she sees other comedians is she used to this? Do you ever give her your, do you ever tell her your, or like send her links to your stuff? I haven't sent her links to my stuff mostly because I've never asked her for feedback because like I'm so, she influences me so much mm-hmm. that it, I'm worried that I would be very concerned with her feedback. Oh, yeah. And like that's one area where I'm like, I need to make my own choices here. Also, she's, you know, she's older I see her as like a mother figure. Mm-hmm. So like often when she does have ideas, they're seemingly off base anyway yeah. in terms of what she thinks I should do stand up. Because sometimes I'll be talking to her and she'll go, this is a bit. <laughs> or she'll tell me if I'm being too animated. She'll say, you don't have to put on a performance for me. And I am like in my head, I'm like, she's definitely seeing other comedians. And she says this to them every time. It's good advice. It is good advice. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's hard to just... Turn it off. Turn it off. I got to turn it off for my therapist. Um, she sounds like a good therapist. But yes, yeah, I love therapy great. too. She's pretty great. And I love how they talk about their feelings and they talk about, they're always talking about the real stuff, like what's really going on. And so few people really are like that and they find it so refreshing. Absolutely. Oh, well, I will say one more thing I try. I don't know. I often get worried and try to remind my like never remember that she, like therapists are people too mm-hmm. and that they're not perfect mm. i once saw her out of a session <gasps> thank goodness it was at a cheese shop it was the cheese shop that i used to work at i used to be a cheesemonger and i saw her there but i like the thought of like have you ever seen your therapist or any therapist in the real world like outside I of the never office actually have it's like i think about it all the time i wonder i yeah. don't know how it happens like i don't know how it doesn't happen more often that you you don't run into them. I think, yeah, I guess you're right. I only really run into certain people who we are we frequent the same areas. Yeah. So I think that's why you don't run into them. But stays that way. Because if I see her at a bar, I don't know, it's over. Like, I don't know. Like, what, what if I saw her? And it she, would be really weird. What if I caught her shoplifting? It'd be terrible. Well, you'd have to get a new therapist. I'd have to get a new therapist, which is <laughs> exhausting. I've been seeing the same one for like seven years. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's exactly. So it's a great. long relationship i don't think you're gonna see her shoplifting i hope not i think if she was a shoplifter you would know by now i worry about her getting older you know yeah you know what i don't need to worry about that right now no one day at a time (laughs) one day at a time um so uh before we get into fraser's romantic relationships Mm -hmm. i i it's i'd say it's important to just uh remember the history he's coming from even leading up into fraser the his spinoff which is before that he had two sort of main love interests. The first one was Diane Chambers, mm-hmm. played by Shelley Long, who leaves him at the altar. 
mm-hmm. and crushes him. And then there is Lilith. Um, they were married for a long time. And seemingly the ongoing joke with that is that she's this cold, controlling woman. So I don't, taking that into account, I, I do think that those two women definitely influence the women he ends up dating later on. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Woman he's trying to save versus woman who's too controlling. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah, he does date these very like strong women. Yeah. There's definitely a few in there that like um, the station manager, Mm, Kate. Kate Costa. Kate Costa. uh, That was such a memorable relationship to me. Yeah. No, I thought it was great. Because their sex was so hot. Their sex was so hot. I actually. um, They like couldn't keep their hands off of each other. I could pull, I could pull up a clip, but the three sort of very sexy things like moments I remember them having one was when they start fighting in her office mm-hmm. where he's talking about getting a raise and they and he starts saying like beautiful women are the the downfall of every good man or he says something like that and then they start insulting each other slash complimenting each other mm-hmm. where she, he's like those pouty lips of yours must be fake I'm sure you spent thousands of dollars on collagen injections and then they end up making out they're on like necking each other. And oh my god! They end up. It was a very sexy moment. Do you remember when they oh, had there. sex in his uh, st- recording studio? Yeah, and didn't it play on on the air? It did play on the air. He said, "Or scandalous. naughty girl," and it was it was very scandalous. And nobody knew it was her. Oh yeah, no, no one definitely no one knew it was her. Yeah. I think they managed to keep it a secret. And then I think when they're trying to break up, they get stuck in the service elevator together. And like a bed comes down. It's ridiculous. I think, I mean, I don't want to skip ahead, but I always have this theory that he got his heart broken so much by uh, Diane that he only dates women where it's, it's somehow doomed. Like there's not, it's not gonna, there's no way that it's actually going to work out because he's so afraid of getting left at the altar again. I completely agree with you. Because none of his relationships seem like there, he never dates anyone where it could actually go anywhere. Yeah, no, I completely agree. They're I, too young or they're, they work together or they're someone's ex or they're, they, they dated his... Remember when he f- liked that woman who liked his dad? Yeah, Maureen. the cop, yes. Except he liked Maureen first. He did like Maureen first, I remember that. I loved Maureen. Maureen was great. She was a little at it. She was too good for Frasier. <laughs> she was too cool. I really... I can actually see the charm behind Martin, by the way. Oh, me too. He's got some real charm. I think he's a swagger. He's a babe. Like, I think there's, I completely understood. I remember when, when um, Maureen left Frasier for Marty, my dad was like, why would that, why would that, that's crazy. And my mom and I were both like, no, we get it. (laughs) Like, Marty's a babe. Silver Fox. Yeah, and he's just got such a chill personality. He's very chill. I I mean, I was... He's a little... He's got some anger issues. He's got some anger issues and a little bit of ageism, I would say. Oh, like he only dates younger women? Well, Maureen... Actually, Maureen was into him. That's fair. Um, I did love when he got together with Wendy Malick. If you're... um, That was towards past season seven. I know. Gets a little hazy for me because, in all honesty, I tend... I kind of sort of drift off after Niles and Daphne get together. I was just going to say, after Niles and Daphne get together, that was it. It was done. Yeah. He does end up with, um, did you ever watch Just Shoot Me? (laughs) 
Yeah, that that lady. Wendy Malik was on it. He, they, oh, that's Wendy Malik. That's Wendy I Malik. Love her. Yeah, they end up together, which I was into. But there are a few episodes. I love that actress. Yeah. Oh, me too. There's a few episodes um, where there's like a woman his age that's attracted to him. Like Roz's mom is into him and he's oh, like, yeah. or then Niall or Frasier likes somebody at the opera who's with their mom. And he's like, oh, she's an old hag. And I'm like, it's true. Marty, Marty is sexist. He only likes younger women. Like, get it together, dude. You're, you're right. You're old. Um, but back on track for a second. Yeah. Um, I noticed one trend throughout a few. There's several episodes where Frasier dates models, which I find really hard to believe. I'll give you some examples. Yeah. There's um, when he tries to be... Um, He's tr- he's like ha- having this happens often seemingly in the show where he's having a rough patch and he hasn't had sex in a while. So he tries to mix things up. He goes to the airport just to like maybe just get on a flight, any flight. Mm-hmm. And then he gets on the flight and Celia Ward, the actress, mm-hmm. um, plays a model who also happens to be a zoologist who sit next to, sits next to him on the plane. They have a romantic tryst and then eventually they break up. Um, and his family doesn't even believe that they're dating. No, but that's why they break up. It's not his fault. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> because he, they didn't believe that he was dating anyone. And they... That is true. Yeah, well... Drove him crazy because he was like, no, I'm dating this hot model. And they were like, oh, Fraser, you're lying. And finally... I'm, am I give, allowed to give away Of course. Ending? Spoilers, yes. Okay. Because I remember this. Because he, he and that model actually had really good chemistry. They had some pretty good chemistry. They had decent chemistry, but then he was he was so annoyed that his brother and dad didn't believe him that he finally took a picture of her while she was sleeping, which is really messed up. It's messed up, and if it happened now, the that, that she would never have even have found out because it was like a disposable camera. Yeah. Now he could have just put his phone on silent. There's just yeah. There's a lot to keep in mind, technology versus then. I was also really into their cell phones. They were like the first. Like Niles had a cell phone, and I remember when he would take it out of his pocket, he'd have to take the antenna up. It was like a big rectangular. It was a big. Looks like an actual phone. It was a big rectangular uh, thing. One thing you mentioned before was how Frasier gets into relationships with women that like always backfire, and Mm -hmm. you said women that are too young. There's an episode, I think, in the first season where a 24-year-old is really into him. and they she meet. the one who works at the clothing store? Yeah. yeah. My biggest reason that I had trouble even believing that was, do you remember when his hair was really long? Yeah. It looked so bad. It did. I know. It made him look much older, too. I remember watching that episode and being like, because she was really pretty and she cool. Was so pretty. And you were just like, really, dude? But he is a, a radio star. He is a radio star. That is and true. And I remember being when I was a teenager, I had crushes on radio, like, VJ or what were DJs? DJs, VJs. DJs, whatever. Like, people who were talking on the radio because they were, like, stars before we had like YouTube who? and stuff. Um, well, I grew up outside of Boston. Okay. So there, I listened to this station, 94.5, which was, like, pop and hip-hop top 40s and i just like would always call in and flirt with the guys Ooh, la la. i don't know so i i guess i kind of get it all right so you've got a there's there's 
would you say then that you can understand like have you ever thought Frasier the character not Kelsey Grammer who that could be in a separate episode I don't know if you've ever read his Wikipedia he's page a nightmare it reads like a horror movie I know all about him and oh. he's a he's horrible he's horrible his politics are so his politics yeah. but just the character have you ever found yourself yes. in any particular episode even or moment in time on the show where you've thought wow he's he's attractive many episodes I have one comes off the top of my head yeah. when um Roz and Frasier I think in season six or season seven almost get together yeah where right. they end up in the same hotel room and in that episode his whole thing is that he's trying to be a little bit different than his usual self so he grows like a five o'clock shadow oh, yeah. I thought he looked so sexy he does look sexy with the five o'clock shadow. I was so into him in that episode. Yeah, you're right. I was into him too. I think I often had a crush on him because his radio voice is so sexy. I do. Yeah, when he goes, I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's it's weird when you meet like voiceover people in real life. I mean, obviously he's an actor too, but like John Benjamin, uh-huh. whenever I see him in person, it's like, it's always very strange. Oh, because you know his voice yeah, and stuff. Exactly. It's very, it's very jarring. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that's a very attractive quality to have a really sexy voice. For sure. Like I, 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 I might take it over looks. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. You know, maybe. And also the, the, not just the voice, but what he's saying, the sort of sense of intelligence and exactly so there's an episode but then he always loses me because he's such a nightmare he is a nightmare yeah he's a nightmare and he's very dramatic yeah he gets so dramatic he's so dramatic and he always it messes things up for himself and it's frustrating and yeah he also has it's weird i can't put my finger on it but he has a very specific way that he speaks Mm. because like you've heard kelsey Grammer, the the actor speak i don't know if it's like Almost like the way American actors talked in like old movies, but he has this weird, almost British accent that I've noticed. Have you noticed he has a cadence to how he speaks, like he in the show? Does yeah. I don't know what it is. It's and like I went to Harvard and want everyone to know I've read a lot of books. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's it too. I think Niles has it a little bit as well. Yeah. But then you have Martin. I love that. I love how the two of them are like aliens compared to martin martin talks like a normal person yeah the two of them are like on another level also that brings me to a really great segue there uh is an episode where fraser um becomes attracted to a woman who looks exactly like his mother oh yeah played by that actress is played by rita wilson yeah yeah that was (laughs) i remember in that episode well okay visually listeners you can't see this but i remember he tries, he realizes eventually that he does, that this woman looks exactly like his mother. He tries to get past it. And then there... Because they have her play the mother too. Yes. So it's the same actress. It's the same actress. And at some point she disrobes because they're about to sleep together. And his mouth is like agape when he sees her naked and he goes, and his mouth is wide open and he's horrified. And so sad for him. He's so sad for him. He's like foiled again. Poor Fraser. He's never going to find love. Well, yeah. I mean, I always just thought it was interesting that you never obviously the mom died his mom died before the show started yeah but she has to be the reason that Frasier and Niles are the way are the way that they are because they just 
seemingly to me don't share much resemblance even in personality to martin that's true right? they're like day and night yeah it's true and you never i've never really you know you rarely see people that are that different from their parents not usually so it's kind of strange are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So there's uh, in, in another episode um, where there's another there's an episode of Frasier where Frasier dates a woman who he has nothing in common with. That episode is called. Uh, I call her the wild lady. Um, Frasier got a habit. Uh, so <laughs> I love that episode. Frasier got a habit. I'm just going to so read the IMDb uh, plot, which is Frasier has a torrid affair with Caitlin, a young artist. Their physical chemistry is perfect, but Frasier feels guilty when he realizes that they have nothing else in common. Overpowering lust distracts his attempts to break up with her until a night at her apartment when she reveals some of her crazier habits. I thought they made such a great pair. They did have great chemistry. Yeah. And she was good for him because he's so uptight and in his head and she was fun and would relax him. Yeah. I mean, it gave me sort of an inside look into his psyche of just how insecure he is and like Mm -hmm. obsessive he is because even though they were having such a great time together, like the fact that she didn't like to drink wine just like bothered him oh yeah just like it's okay it's okay not everyone's like you buddy you have incredible chemistry i mean yes did she have pillows filled with her own hair she did oh yeah i forgot about that (laughs) yeah sort of everything she howl at the moon at one point yes uh, whenever she had her period i think yeah and the moon would come out she would stand next to she would stand next to the window and start howling she left and cut off her hair without telling him put it into a pillow and then she also had rats 
in her apartment she had a rat problem i forgot about that yeah but i think she saved them and would use them in her art oh my god i forgot about that detail that was really intense that was a fun episode um so going back to the (laughs) diane chambers uh lilith sort of women in his life there's an episode um with uh terry hatcher plays his main love interest and this episode is called first do no harm so he ends up going out with um martin's duke friend's daughter who is played by terry hatcher she herself definitely has obsessive compulsive disorder so when they hang out she has to have like the forks and knives just so and essentially he's worried that she's only dating him because she needs a therapist and she can't afford one Mm-hmm. Oh, my producer Raz is telling me I'm holding the mic too close <laughs> to my phone. I mean, to myself. Thank you for we do that, Raz. Um, does that episode ring a bell to you at all? Yes. Yes. So I would say if you had to pick who is he, uh, what's the word? Who is he magnifying at that episode? It's Diane Chambers. The, the, the trope of trying to save somebody. Oh, yeah. Because in this episode... He he's worried that she's using him, but then I think in the end, she, she is. Yeah, but he's also using her. True. He breaks up with her because he thinks he's only dating her to solve her problems. But what? How is he using her? Oh, because he then becomes obsessed with um. He she tells taking him about, care of her. Yeah, she he becomes obsessed with a dream that she has, where then he starts wondering about what it means. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting because he finds all of her eccentricities, a.k.a. her OCD, to be really charming, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, a common trope in just movies in general, where like a woman in a movie often in like a rom-com doesn't necessarily have a personality, but she's like clumsy. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's sort of what sets her apart from the rest. Yeah. Or she has some sort of mental health issue, which is painted as like quirky. Absolutely. And weird. Um, are there are there any women? I have more, but, you know, I know you thought about this on the way here. Are there women that come to mind or moments that you think of when it comes to Frasier? Well, we covered a lot of the ones that really stood out to me because I always liked his relationship with Kate Costa because I just thought that it was cool that she wasn't the kind of person that he thought he was supposed to be with because he seems like he's obsessed with this idea of this perfect woman yeah and he's so picky he's always looking for this like perfect woman who doesn't exist he yeah that's absolutely true he's very picky and i also i kind of like that she's she's his equal yeah sure and he's definitely threatened by that yeah and even she addresses it even right before they make out which is she says something along the lines of you're threatened because i'm a woman and i'm your boss and then sort of like puts him in his place the thing that didn't really make sense to me was in the end spoiler alert they don't end up together and they think that they're going to try and make it work when they're at the airport together Mm -hmm. and then he finds out that she has a cat she's got a cat he's allergic to cats that's one of the the things that starts to pull them apart Uh, which is so dumb it's like get over it take a take some benadryl the cat thing yeah yeah i didn't think that was like a reason to get pulled apart yeah she is moving to a different city that's true yeah i forgot that but then wasn't she maybe gonna stay for him but then they realized that they didn't have anything in common that's exactly correct which is 
I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a a myth that you need to like all the same things as someone. I agree. But I don't know. I then there was a part of me that always wondered if him and why him and Roz didn't work out. Good segue. Uh, I so they almost got together in that in the episode earlier on. I think it's season six or season seven. And then and later on, they do end up sleeping together. Oh yeah, they do end up sleeping together. Um, yeah, it was surprising to me. Is it after she gets her heart broken by the garbage man? I believe so, yes. Okay. It was definitely a situation where she was like very vulnerable and then they wake up in bed together. And then they both kind of regret it? I th- they do. They both regret it. Um, yeah, and then they just decide to be friends afterwards. It's actually like wrapped up like pretty quickly. So yeah, I'm not... Part of me wonders if they made that choice because they thought it would be too much to have like both like all the main characters end up together yeah they probably would yeah you're right because they it was like it couldn't be Na- niles and daphne and Roz and fraser all martin like and holding hands after it's yeah. true it would be too cliche but i just i do feel like the way those characters were written they just seemed like they wanted to bang each other i agree yeah no and i'm i'm always impressed that show was really good at now i think in the netflix binge era mm-hmm. People in shows get together so quickly. And in that show, another show, X-Files. I don't know if you've ever watched the X-Files. No. Spoiler alert, F- uh, Fox and Mulder and, and, Mulder and Scully. Scully. Again, that's a relationship that they keep at bay for many years. Like the fact that they could keep Niles and Daphne apart for so long. is so fun. Seven years. Oh, it was great. And you really, I remember watching the show when it was, I don't. When was it on TV? The 90s? I was really young. but Yeah. I, I think 93, I think it started. I think I was, yeah, like. To net 2004. So I was really young when it f- was first on TV, but I think I was like, I remember watching parts of it on TV and thinking, they'll never get together. There's no way. Na- Daphne's too pretty. She would never date him. She's too pretty and too, and too perfect. But then now that I'm an adult woman in my 30s, I'm like, oh, I totally get Niles and Daphne because he loves her and he's so great he loves her so much I I sh- and he has so much he has a job he has so much to break he has a job that's it I'm like <laughs> of course I should have prepared this game him. and eventually I will but I wanted to make a game called cute or creepy mm-hmm. because there's so many moments earlier on before they get together where I'm like Niles dude it's too creepy like smelling her hair I'm like yeah it's true like if I was Daphne I would be really freaked out by him yeah but on the other hand she's a bit like a charming alien yeah where she's like there's moments earlier on too like (laughs) where it's not because she's foreign not because she's foreign he's seemingly that doesn't come up that much he's not like oh well I guess he likes her accent but I feel like he always goes back to the smell of her hair and the fact that he thinks she's really beautiful. Yeah. So it's like a little shallow. It's like it's pretty, pretty shallow. shallow. It's pretty shallow. But hey, a step up from Maris. Yeah. Which that relationship I never understood. Is a nightmare. She's just a. Is a nightmare. Oh, here's a. I keep using that word, but it's true for a lot of. Which word? Nightmare. Nightmare? No, it's true. Maris yeah. is a nightmare. I often think about which actress who exists now in real life would have played Maris. I have one one person that comes to mind, which is Lara Flynn Boyle. Oh, yeah. She would have been great. At one point, she was 
very thin, I remember, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about that era of Lara Flynn Boyle, I think, could have been a good Maris. What do you think? That's true. I agree. And I, I just think it's interesting because I remember thinking about Niles's relationship with Maris and it makes me really mad in retrospect because he loved her so much and she was just this like frail, anorexic. She's she's just an anorexic rich lady. She's an anorexic who's controlling. She which I mean, I'm sorry that she has anorexia, but she, it's not like she doesn't deserve love because she has anorexia. But it's just like, what does he she's also a bitch. Like she, there's yeah. nothing. She has no redeeming qualities. So what does he love about her that she's rich or that she's thin? Either of those things are not. I know. I think even the times when he makes it sound like she's really charming, it has to do with how thin and frail she is. Yeah. There's a, it's weird. It's very upsetting. It's kind of like pro-anorexia, the whole plot line. Well, I'm glad that not only does he end up with Daphne, but she puts on a few pounds. Yeah, she does. Well, she was pregnant. I she th- was pregnant. I think she was pregnant before she was pregnant on the show. I can, and like... And they made it into a horrible plot line. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. They were like, oh, she's so fat. What are we going to do? They're like taking away the food away from her, which is not what you do when someone needs to lose weight. I even remember the moment where later on in the the next episode in the new season where they have run away together and left her wedding, she's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. And I was like. Wow. It, I would have preferred they do the trick where where I guess I guess they try to avoid doing that now where they just show women that are pregnant from like here up or like yeah. holding a box. I would have preferred that. Yeah, me too. To what they did to her wardrobe. They did that too. They would have her stand behind the couch and stuff. Oh man. Did did Frasier have any uh, although I mean it's just dated. It's just a dated show. It was the 90s. It was dated, yeah. So well, to, into the early 2000s. Into the early 2000s, but it's still like two decades ago. Oh my gosh. Almost, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But um, did they have any female writers, I wonder? Uh, I have no idea. I don't think so. I, I'm going to guess no. Do you know that one of their... No, nah, I don't need to get dark. I'll just give you one fact. I was going to call it a fun fact. It's not yeah, a fun fact. Do you know that their executive producer died in 9-11? Did you know that? I did not know that. They dedicated an episode to it. I remember. Oh, my God. That's... <laughs> and that's... <laughs> my producer is shaking his head at what me. What a thinks, fun fact. <laughs> what were you thinking, Anita, bringing that up? Let's to, do... Sa- to darken tragic Fraser facts with Anita. Tragic... Oh, that's a... Gr- yes. Okay? <laughs> that's what I'm calling this segment. Tragic Fraser facts. Tragic may Tragic. have just coined a new segment, Tragic Fraser Facts. I have more. <laughs> okay. I believe you. Tragic Fraser. I have I another that one. You have more. Did you know? Well, I know stuff about about Kelsey Grammer's ex wife. Let's hear it. You name one. I have another one. After well, actually, that. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm going to get the facts wrong, so I, I shouldn't say it. But I just know that, that there was a lot of drama with his ex-wife. There's a lot of drama. Wasn't she on Real Housewives? Yes, she was. And I never saw didn't it. Didn't she get beat up? I think that I did hear that. I didn't fully know. Not by him. By, it, her. by someone else? Was it by him? I don't know. <laughs> okay, see, this is why I should not be giving facts. It's, I don't know. It's okay. I I wanted you to bring this up because there are many tragic Frasier facts, including the fact that Kelsey Grammer's sister was murdered by a serial killer. Did you know that? No. His sister was murdered by a serial killer who was apparently very well known. On top of that, two of his half brothers were killed in a diving accident where the 
I am not making any of this up. These are, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what my tragic Frasier facts like. I'm going to need like a segue into it. I don't even know what it's going to be. I mean, be. you just dropped a whole bunch. I'm, it's hard to believe that there's going to be that many more. But I I'm did. Gonna... I did. Here's another. Right. <laughs> so, she can't stop. Uh, she's out of control. <laughs> apparently. She's out of control. It's not funny. I just, I just feel like this is important. In terms of villain. what has... We need to not be afraid to face the darkness. Why is... Sure. We're going to face the darkness together. Why is Kelsey Grammer just so fucked up as a person? Because he's had a lot of fucked up it's things true. happen to You'd him. be a Republican too his, if everyone in your family died. His two half-brothers, one, they went diving together. One of them didn't make it up. Now, mm-hmm. nobody knows 100% why the first brother didn't make it up. But most people suspect he was eaten by a shark. I'm not kidding. Okay. And then the second brother went other went under to look for him oh and then God. came up too fast and then he died. So oh. both of his half brothers died in the water. My God, this is just heart right? devastating. Do you know what I always wonder too is did Kelsey Grammer, the actor, ever go into therapy? I wonder that Abs- a lot. A hundred percent. There's no way he didn't. Yeah. I mean, he's got a history of like drug abuse as well, but I really got you there with the shark attack, didn't I? That was a, I was not expecting that. Also, I, I think we need to say off the record, we don't know. <laughs> Frazier's ex-wife, I don't think he was the one that was accused of hitting her. So let's take that off the table. I don't think he. Let's take it off the table. Or, or accu- maybe uh, we even, uh, just like say, I think it was her husband after him. Right. So I'll just here's a disclaimer, listeners. Uh, May and I are not experts. We did not on celebrity gossip. We did not Google. I didn't have any researchers. <laughs> How hard is it to be a, a celebrity expert? You literally just have to Google. None of this is confirmed facts. The this is all st- strictly things that I found on Google.com. This is things I remember thinking that I heard someone mention at a party. Or something. Really. Um, I actually have, this isn't a tragic fact, but this is a fact related to the shark attack thing, which is, I, f- I found this in an Uproxx article, that he hosted SNL, Kelsey Grammer said, I didn't realize, and that SNL wrote a shark attack sketch, not realizing what had happened to can his we brothers. Just, can we just go up and read that headline? Because that is the best yes. headline. Here's the Uproxx. <laughs> The awkward time SNL wrote a shark attack sketch for Kelsey Grammer, whose brother was eaten by a shark. <laughs> Can't make this shit up, folks. <laughs> they just act. Totally, it was just a complete accident. Totally insane. Yeah. You know, I would love. Here's the thing. And uh, it bums this me This is out. what the pro. This is why we need your show. We, because you need to educate people. Because people are out there not knowing. People don't they know. They don't know about the tragic history of Frasier. <laughs> and this is what happened. Kelsey Grammer. You know what? Let's just. Here's the other segment. Uh, well, no. This is going to go into part two of Fucked Up Frasier Facts. Facts. Fucked Up Frasier Facts. Which is uh, Wikipedia. Kelsey Grammer. I'm telling you. It's crazy. Are there any other facts that you know? about that you I mean, want to I disclose no the ones that i gave i just <laughs> made up true. some half facts that i thought might possibly be true i mean i think one of which implicated kelsey grammar in domestic abuse that i didn't even bother to there's definitely a substance abuse and legal issues yeah murder of karen grammar that was his sister who was killed by a serial killer okay. yes what would you like to click on <laughs> there's or? so many let's go to substance abuse and legal yeah, issues let's go to substance abuse yes he's definitely had oh all right. He's a frequent abuser, abuser of, of alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. Drunk r- driving. Cocaine, cocaine possession. possession. Oh, my goodness. He was arrested for cocaine possession again. 
two years later, given additional two years, violating his probation through. Okay, so he's a cocaine addict. I did not realize. All right, that explains. Wow, the cast and producers of both Frasier and Cheers held interventions to attempt to help him. Holy shit! (laughs) This is why you Google. Why did I never Google? This is insane. Oh my God. This is huge. Uh, co-star B.B. Newworth, who played Lilith, and writer Ken Levine cited delays with rehearsals and filming due to his erratic behavior. <sighs> this explains so much Oh, my God. Him. Writer Dana Shane Shannon recalled, however, that he would ooze into the studio, his life all out of sorts. Jimmy would say action, and he would snap into Frasier and expound <laughs> in this very erudite dialogue and be pitch perfect. And Jimmy would yell, cut, and he would ooze back into Kelsey, glazed over eyes, half asleep, going through whatever he was going through. It was the most amazing transformation <laughs> I'd ever seen. Oh, you know what? He would ooze <laughs> into the studio. I don't know where this quote is from. I just like to say we're reading directly straight, straight from, from, from Wikipedia. Wikipedia. I so have, there's no way this is false. I don't know where this came from. And I just want to say. I, it's got to be real. Have you ever, because this just brings me to, I don't know where this came from. Have you ever tried to start your own Wikipedia page? No. All right. Well, I'm going to be honest and tell you. I've tried to start my own Wikipedia page. Did you write this? No, I didn't. (laughs) What I'm saying is literally any psycho could have written this is the point. Yeah. You are not allowed to write your own page because I tried Uh and it told me I wasn't allowed to. But if I wanted to... This is where I could write, go in no and way. write my own crazy stuff. You're I'm pretty sure? sure. If you want, yeah, scroll down. I don't I know if you've ever tried it. to. All right. Well, it does reference down here. Where did this 46. information? Forty-six. We let's fact check this. Forty-six. After the best TV show that's ever been, GQ. It's from a G article. Okay. G- it's from a GQ article. So for the record, that <laughs> it, there's no way that's not true. I mean, I believe it's. He was a raging cocaine addict. Yeah, you know, my but he would show up on set and then and he would ooze just into character. Ooze into character. I mean, that's to me, that's the sign um, of a truly good actor. Actor, yeah. Despite all of your drug problems, you're acting like you don't have a drug problem. Yeah. For all I know, he's probably he was on cocaine for a lot of the show. It sounds like he definitely was. Yeah. That's- 100% what we just read. This makes me want to go back, rewatch the show as I have many times me before, too. and try and pinpoint when he was like really on drugs. Oh my God. Because you can pinpoint it on the show so Friends. Uh, what's his name? The guy who played That's Matthew Perry. Frasier Facts, man. Really opened up. Fucked up my world apart. What I would love is to have not Kelsey Grammer on this podcast, but him only in character. And I could have him sign a contract that says, I don't want to talk to Kelsey Grammer. I don't want to talk to Kelsey Grammer. I want to talk to Frasier and only Frasier. Yeah, please ooze into Frasier. Please ooze into <laughs> Frasier. I can picture it. Um... <laughs> I'm going to take this. I'm never going to forget this. Like every time I feel really out of it and then I have to do something for work, I'm going to ooze in. I'm going to ooze into May. Ooze into May. I ooze into May. That. I think this is going to help me too because sometimes you're you're you get, a performer and sometimes do you ever feel like you've had such a horrible day that yes. you're like, I don't want to be all on the stage. Time. I'm too anxious or I'm t- tired or. You're tired. You're what, sad. You're sad. depressed. Yeah, depressed. You're distracted. So you got to ooze into May. Just ooze into it. Yeah, maybe this And then is- when you're done, you ooze out of it. I don't know why. I, I'm having an out-of-body experience right now because I'm just realizing now how much Kel- – again, I am not I am not defending Kelsey Grammer in his marriage or any way he's treated other people, but I'm just suddenly realizing how much of his character perhaps was influenced by how cr- like crazy he was yes. and how fucked up things were in his own life. Really fucked up. I can't – 
this show was his escape. Yes, and he was playing a therapist who solved other people's problems. And oh my at the God. same time, his life was falling apart. There are so many layers. It's so deep and profound. I can't. I can't wait. I'm having a breakdown. I can't wait for. Maybe it's going to be one of us, May, or the both of us together. When I don't know about you right now, do I have tons of money? No. I'd like to just remind everyone again. I live across the street from Dunkin' Donuts and Checkers. If any either one of those restaurants wants to sponsor this podcast <laughs> i'm into it um oh my god dunkin donuts is the best though but what i was gonna say is when either girl. one of us has a bunch of money i would love to buy the rights to i don't know his wikipedia page i want to i want to make <laughs> whoa anita my, my, buddy, my producer my producer's laughing because i want to make whoa. i want to make specifically a tv movie that's just about him oozing in and out of character can you imagine anita just said that she <laughs> She has a lot of money. What she wants to do with that money is buy Kelsey Grammer's Wikipedia page. But you actually made a very convincing. I don't point even know if I why. understood what I just said. But how do I buy but the you rights? You meant it. How do I buy the rights to his story? It's so crazy. I want to. I want to reenact the moment where he oozed in and out of character. I don't know if you can buy a Wikipedia page. Is that a thing? Well, it's uh, once I have money for researchers. <laughs> I'm going to get my researchers on it. I'm, I'm going to have an intern. It's going to be great. They're going to look up how I can do this. It's going to be great. Um, oh, man. Yes. TV movie. Do you think, agree or disagree, it's mm -hmm. a good move. It's a good idea. Is it going to happen or is this Oh, no. I'm asking you if it should happen. Um, I think it would probably, I mean, honestly, I w I've been let down. I was let down by Gilmore Girls. I feel like TV, mo I feel like movie versions are when, when shows come back after years it's always you. a disappointment, and I don't think I could handle it. Um, you know what? Well, right. No, I'm thinking about if this is a movie where they... This would have to be another 10, 15 years oh, down the road. Oh, this is the movie that you are going to executive produce? Yeah, this is a movie oh, I'm going to Oh, hell yeah. None of them are going to be in it. Although oh, my God. Maybe, Please, like... I would like to be involved in any way possible. I love that. Fantastic. Um, sorry, one of my friends is WhatsApping me. Have you ever gotten a WhatsApp call? Um, I have a long time ago. Um... It's very exciting. I went to England once. Yeah, ooh. Um, so uh, with all of these things in mind, uh, I'm, I, I want to, since this episode is about Fraser and the women, mm -hmm. uh, which you may have already uh, disclosed, but who do you think of all the women? Who do you think he was meant to be with, if anyone? Uh, I knew you were going to say this. And I, uh, I'm, this is crazy, but I got to say Lilith. Okay. You know what? I wouldn't say that's controversial. I mean, their marriage didn't, it didn't work out. But remember but when they got back together and I just always felt like she was given kind of a bad rap and maybe she, I thought deep down she was not that controlling and she was a good person and. I think she was a good person. She's so smart. Yeah, she you know? seems like his intellectual equal. And they have the kid together. They do. And I, I just thought maybe that I would like to see them together. The kid, yes. I mean, I, I always kind of believed in Lilith and I thought that she didn't get enough credit. Yes, I think that they, I think there were a lot of jokes at, at her, her and Maris's expense for yeah. being pale controlling women yeah and it's like wait what did she actually do they were yeah they were so on the same wavelength but yeah. i am going to take a controversial opposite point of view from you which uh -huh. is i personally felt like they were too alike and you know what i think 
She was too good for him, in my opinion. Yeah. I think if Frazier could have turned off his brain, truly, I'm picturing maybe even somewhere, like I'm talking past the show, if for some reason the show still existed in my mind, 10 years later, he runs into Caitlin, the woman who had the hair pillows. And the howling at the moon. At that point, he's like, fuck it. And he finally just allows himself to be happy. I, I wish that they had gotten together. That would be a hot duo. It's a hot duo. An adult, calm da- slightly calmed down Caitlin. They had hot sex. Yeah. He wasn't necessarily all. The only thing that was holding him back was his own uh, psyche and being worried about, oh, we're not an, uh, an, like alike enough. But he wasn't worried about what he thought of her or what she thought of him and vice versa. Mm. And I just think I think that was that was the right combo. Wow. In my opinion. Yeah. Take, think about that. I I could see that too. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. I did not see him with that woman that he's sort of supposed to be at at the end, Laura Linney's character. Yeah, that was a little bit out of left field. I just thought that she seemed like the kind of woman that, he, again, that he thought he was supposed to be with more than like somebody that he was actually into. Absolutely, yeah. I think the an imperfect woman is, is who he should have been with. I, I wouldn't say Lilith. Or or Caitlyn were perfect women. Yeah, they, because what, they should have flaws. Yeah, they. <laughs> That's should. That's where I'm going with this. Yeah, they should have flaws. They should be real people. Not yeah, not like the sort of whatever he had up on a pedestal. Yeah, the sort of perfect Laura Linney style, you know, pretty blonde. Exactly. I don't know. And on that note, I think uh, that's a that's a good stopping point. I uh, may for the record, you can be pretty and blonde and fucked up as hell. It's it, yes. Just Wh- wanted to say. What would you say? Uh, what have you learned f- today from this uh, podcast that you didn't know before? I, well, I did not know that Kelsey Grammer was a raging cokehead, and I am fascinated. I'm fascinated too. So I have almost a new level of respect for him. <laughs> would you? Would you at least be, would you be involved if I ever actually got the rights to his Wikipedia page? Uh, yes, call, please text me yeah. right away. Would you I, wa- yes. Yeah. Would you want to be a writer on it, supervising producer? Both? Yes. Yes. That's the role I was born to play. Fantastic. I love it. That's great. Fantastic. I'm so excited. I'm so excited this too. This really opened my eyes. May, thank you for being on I'm Listening. Thank you so much for having me and for illuminating so much about such a wonderful show. Thank you. What is what is the thing that Frazier says at the end of his uh, show? Does he say anything? Good night. Good, Good luck. Night. Good night, Seattle. Good night, Seattle. I think that's what he says. <laughs> I have no idea. We're filming in New York, but Good night, Seattle. Good night, Seattle. <laughs>